Good morning, good morning. Today is Friday, September 10th. We have Mark 7 and 8 and Psalm 98. So let's take a deep breath and we'll ask the Lord's blessing on this time. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We just ask that you would fill us with your spirit right now, that you would just be with us as we read your word. Give us wisdom, direction, understanding, Lord, clarity. I just ask again that you just bring your spirit upon us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mark chapter 7. Now when the Pharisees gathered to him with some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem, they saw that some of his disciples ate with hands that were defiled, that is, unwashed. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they wash their hands properly, holding to the tradition of the elders. And when they came from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash. And there are many other traditions that they observe, such as the washing of cups and pots and copper vessels and dining couches. And the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? And he said to them, Well... Well did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain they do worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. You leave the commandment of God and hold to the tradition of men. And he said to them, You have a fine way of rejecting the commandment of God in order to establish your tradition. For Moses said, Honor your father and mother, and whoever reviles Father or mother must surely die. But you say, if a man tells his father or his mother, whatever you would have gained from me is Corban, that is, given to God, then you no longer permit him to do anything for his father or mother, thus makes, making void the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down, and many such things you do. And he called, to the, people, and he called the people to him again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing outside a person that, is, that by going into him can defile him, but the things that come out of a person are what defile him. And when he had entered into the house and left the people, his disciples asked him about the parable, he said, and, said, and he said to them, Then are you also without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into a person from the outside cannot defile him, since it enters not his heart, but his stomach, and is expelled? Thus he declared all foods clean. And he said, What comes out of a person is what defiles him. For from, for from within, out of the heart of man, comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within, and they defile a person. And from there he arose and went away to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered a house and did not want anyone to know, yet he could not be hidden. But immediately a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell down at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. And he said to her, let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the child's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And he said to her, For this statement you may go your way, the demon has left your daughter. 
And she went home and found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. Then he returned from the region of Tyre and went through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee in the region of the Decapolis. And, there, and they brought to him a man who was deaf and had speech, a speech impediment. And they, and they begged him to lay his hands on him. And taking him aside from the crowd privately, he put his fingers into his ears and after spitting, touched his tongue and looked up to heaven. He sighed and declared to him, Ephrathath, that is, be opened. And his ears were opened, and his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. And Jesus charged them to tell no one, but the more he charged them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. And they were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well, even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. Chapter 8 In those days... When again a great crowd gathered and they had not and had nothing to eat, he called his disciples to him and said to them, I have compassion on the crowd because they have been with me now three days and have nothing to eat. And if I send them away hungry to their homes, they will faint on the way and some of them will have to come. Some of them have come from far away. And his disciples answered him, how can we feed these people with bread here in this desolate place? And he asked them, How many loaves do you have? They said, Seven. And he directed the crowd to sit down on the ground. And he took seven loaves, and having given thanks, he broke them and gave them to his disciples to set before the people. And they set them before the crowd, and they had a few small fish. And having blessed them, he said that these also should be set before them. And then they ate and were satisfied, and they took up the broken pieces left over, seven baskets full, and there were about 4,000 people. And he sent them away, and immediately he got into the boat with his disciples and went to the district of Dalmanutha. The Pharisees came and begged, began to argue with him, seeking from him a sign from heaven to test him. And he he sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why does this generation seek a sign? Truly I say to you, no sign will be given to this generation. And he left them, got into the boat again, and went to the other side. Now they had forgotten to bring bread, and they had only one loaf with them in the boat. And he cautioned them, saying, Watch out, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. And they began discussing with one another the fact that they had no bread. And Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why are you discussing the fact that you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Have eyes, having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not hear? And do you not remember when I broke the five loaves for the 5,000? And how many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? They said to him, 12. And the seven, and the seven for the 4,000, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? And they said to him, seven. And he said to them, do you not yet understand? And they came to Bethsaida, and some people brought to him blind a blind man begging him to touch him. And they took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. And when he had spit on his eyes and laid his hands on him, he asked him, and when he had spit on his eyes and laid his hands on him, he asked him, do you see anything? And he looked up and said, I see people, but they look like trees walking. And Jesus laid his hands on his eyes again, and he opened his eyes. His sight was restored, and he saw everything clearly. And he sent him to his home, saying, Do not even enter the village. And Jesus went on with his disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi. And on the way, he asked his disciples, 
who do people say that I am? And they told him, John the Baptist, and others say Elijah, and others, one of the prophets. And he asked them, but who do you say that I am? Peter answered him, you are the Christ. And he strictly charged them to tell no one about him. And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed, and after three days rise again. And he said this plainly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him by turning. But turning and seeing his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. And calling to the crowd to him with his disciples, he said to them, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? For what can a man give in return for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and of my words... In this adulterous and sinful generation, of him will the Son of Man also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. All right, let's move into a time of prayer and meditate on Psalm 98. It's titled, Make a Joyful Noise to the Lord. It's a psalm. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made known his salvation. He has revealed his righteousness to the sight of the nations. He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and with the sound of melody, with trumpets and the sound of the horn. Make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. Let the sea roar and all that fills it, the word, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the hills sing for joy together before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with equity. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you that you do judge with righteousness, with equity, Lord, but also that you are so full of grace and mercy and that you've offered us this favor, Lord, this favor that we have not earned, that you favor us and that you have become our substitute and paid the price for us, that you purchased us back to you, Lord, to be part of your kingdom forever. And we're so thankful for that, Lord. And Father, we just thank you for all that you do for us, Lord, all that you are. Help us, Lord, to be mindful of you. Help us to walk in your way, in your path, Lord. Help us not to be caught up in the things of the world, Lord. Be distracted by just, just always so much going on all around us. Just an unending amount of distractions and other things, Lord, worldly things that just can get, just can take us off course. Help us to uh, stay on track, Lord. Do the things that you've called us to do, Lord, and 
be the, the husbands and the wives and the parents and the uh, just everything that you've called us to be, Lord. Help us to do those, fill those roles uh, as perfectly as possible, Lord, as you, as, you would, as you were doing it, fulfilling it in and through us, Lord. Father, be with those that are uh, suffering and in pain, and think of Trish, Lord, and Mark. We just ask for provision for them, uh, direction for the future, and uh, Lord, with Pam and uh, Lynn, we just ask that, she, that the, her appointment would uh, stand strong, Lord, uh, that the surgery would go well. Lord, I think of Joe and his uh, the scheduling of his uh, quadruple bypass, Lord, we just lift that up to you and, and we allow that just provide the uh, right doctor, the right, uh, through his insurance and through what he has, Lord, that that can be accomplished. Um, be with Al and his back and just the chronic pain, Lord, that he lives with every day. Just give him some relief, uh, some mercy, some grace, Lord. And any anyone else suffering, uh, with COVID or whatever, uh, Lord, we just ask for wisdom and guidance, Lord. Uh, with the vaccine and uh, all of that, Lord, and the government pushing, uh, Father, we just ask that you would just give each one of us uh, that wisdom and direction concerning that, Lord. That, uh, Lord, that they, really, that they, government wouldn't influence that decision, Lord, but just uh, our own health, our own bodies that you've charged us with to, uh, to maintain and to, uh, uh, Lord, to keep healthy uh, so you can continue to work in and through us, Lord, here on this earth. And so just give each one direction if that vaccine is, is uh, in, in our best interest, uh, Lord, then uh, provide that direction, give that insight, Lord. And, Lord, if it's uh, not, if someone's going to suffer some uh, serious side effects, Lord, and it's going to be more uh, costly for them to have the vaccine than to, than to have the virus, Lord, we just ask that you would give them direction too, Lord. Uh, but Lord, please don't let my, I want to, jump back because of the mandate of a president. Forgive me for my rebellious nature, Lord, but uh, don't let that uh, hinder decisions concerning health and well-being, Lord, what politics say and what uh, anybody says or media or whatever, Lord. Just help this to be between, uh, be between me and you and us and you, Lord what you have for us, Lord. So, Lord, just give us all insight and wisdom concerning not just this thing, but everything, Lord. There's so much that goes on that's so publicized and uh, just uh, a mess, Lord. But give us wisdom, uh, clear insight. Help us to just set our focus on you and your word and what you have for us, Lord, and uh, what you want to do with these bodies, or the stewards, you're in charge. You you purchased us. You bought us with a price, Lord. And so, Lord, give us that direction on these things that you would have uh, 
each one of us to do with our bodies, Lord, uh, so that you can accomplish your will in and through us, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, have a great day, guys.